Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, I have just been introduced, but my name is Chris Kimmons, and together with Nick, I have the pleasure and privilege of trying to lead this place as best we possibly can. So we've got, um, I've got a whole bunch of slides, a whole load of stuff going on this morning. If we could have the first one up, and then I can take over from there, as long as the technology works. Here we are. Happy birthday, Asher Vineyard. It was actually Friday. We were officially, that moment, marked 10 years old. And loads has happened. And the aim of this morning isn't really to say, wow, look at everything that's happened over the last 10 years. We will spend a bit of time reflecting on that, but also looking mainly at vision, really. So let's, this is really where it started. Some of you will have seen this picture. Now, if that picture could just stay up for one second, that would be great. Um, this was in our garden in uh, Shaddockshurst, where we lived. And this team of people, really, it was like the only friends we could get together. So you can see there's Nick and myself, Paul and Ruth, who have just served so faithfully, still here. My mum and my stepdad at the time, Dennis, um, six months later, he, uh, he went to be with Jesus, uh, a bit out of the blue. So, um, so that was Dennis. He was there for the early bit. You can then see Sarah and Morgan over the back. So they were from friends from Southend. They were possibly going to move here, but they didn't. They didn't feel the call of God. They're now serving faithfully at Rayleigh Vineyard. And then you can see Helen and Edward. So that was in our back garden. Thank you. That was in our back garden 10 years ago. Now, there is one person who wasn't there and often, bless her heart, because she wasn't there, she often doesn't get a mention because people see those photos. And that is this wonderful lady, Charlotte. So she was around at the time as well. In fact, she had got in touch with us to say, I would like to meet you. I'm thinking of joining Asher Vineyard. And this was in the August. We'd moved in the July, August. The, the Asher Vineyard didn't really start till the September. This was in the August. And we met her in our garden. She came to check out whether we were weird. We let her come over to see if she was weird. Um, and she was gutted that she couldn't effectively be in that last photo. She already had a holiday, a family holiday planned and couldn't be there. But this lady has served and loved so faithfully and she has taken a variety of roles across Asher Vineyard. And even now, she's currently on staff, serving at the Beehive as learning and development manager. And I've put down here, incredible encourager and amazing friend to Nick and to me and to our whole family. She is wonderful. That is Charlotte. We want to superimpose her onto that photo, but it just looks a bit odd. So over the last 10 years, Nick and I have, um, well, Nick mainly, came up with a list. She's got the, the brain for this kind of thing and remembers this stuff. There is a whole gamut of stuff that has gone on over the last 10 years, and it would be honestly impossible for us to pick everything out. But these are just some of the highlights that have happened. Um, so some of you will see that there is a picture there of mini eggs. That was one of the things we did in our first Easter, Easter 2011. And we, we bagged those up. We put a little sticker on saying, we'd love from Asher Vineyard. And then we shoved it through people's doors. Unfortunately, we did get a complaint from a dog owner that their dog had eaten it and that if their dog had to go to the vets, they would be billing us. But praise God, the dog was happy, we were happy, and uh, everything carried on from there. So you can see there's a whole list there of a few things. We're going to go on to the next one. This was um, 
The high, this picture particularly represents, this is when we moved to Repton Manor. So at first we were at Kings North Re- Recreation Centre, then we went to Repton Manor Primary School. But you can see the first speech baptisms, our new website launched. Um, we added a second Sunday service when we were at Kings North Recreation. Um, the Toddles Group launched in the Wheatley Lounge. That's not like a posh place. Well, it is a nice place, but um, it's not like a place. It's the Wheatleys. They launched, uh, they launched that. Coffee Club launched. Discipleship Year launched. So many things. Next one. We're going to shoot through these. Look at those images there. We love, we love them. For anyone who is around at the beginning of the warehouse years, you will remember that upstairs there was a business that was here. And uh, I think actually it went under. They were renting this place. And when we moved in, there was the most eclectic, random bunch of stuff that we have ever seen. We were incredibly grateful for the desks and indeed still use them. Um, I can't remember what happened to those legs. Um, I have no recollection whatsoever, but there were all kinds of weird things. Um, but as you can see, that is what the warehouse used to look like when we took it over. We're not really particularly fussed about the warehouse. It's not like we are about the warehouse, but we're just grateful to have the warehouse. We use it, and, and it gets used loads and loads. So that was first AV Kids takeover. That was amazing. Love the one Sunday. I remember that. Everyone came in uh, on a Sunday, and we said, okay, well, morning, everyone. Just to let you know, we're all going out and loving Astrid today. Yeah, that was really interesting. I'll never forget that time. Never forget that time. That was precious. Uh, then we got this one. Doesn't quite bring us up to date. We've got one more slide after this. So you'll see this was our first thousand hours happened during this period. Um, Ashford Sings, that moved to here on a Sunday. We had the public speaking course launch. And as you can see, October 2016 was our first ever thousand hours, which is what that picture is. Some of us, I think that was at Kings North School, and we went and we were cleaning the canopies of their outdoor classrooms, um, which was a right pig of a job, I I remember. Uh, We did an Easter egg hunt in Victoria Park. The Beehive pop-up launched. I mean, my goodness, so much stuff. One more slide. Love this photo. Here we go. Um, And that was our first ever school uniform event. So this was July 2019 first ever school uniform event that happened here in the warehouse. We launched our new aims. This is coming much more up to date. Dover Vineyard plants. Um, We've had Vineyard Lincoln have planted. Uh, First ever live stream of a Sunday is tucked in there as well, moving to two Sunday services. I mean, my goodness, so much has gone on. I wasn't even grey at all before this started, which is not true in the slightest. But actually, really what I want to talk to you about in 12 minutes is this vision. Now, if you want to know a little bit more of the story of how Asher Vineyard came to be, then there is a video out there in the ether at the moment that uh, Asher Vineyard released just a few days ago. So that's nearly 20 minutes long. It's worth having a look at that if you want to know a bit more of the story, where we're at, all those kind of things. But really, the vision, in case you hadn't ever realised, in case it's your first Sunday with us, the vision of Asher Vineyard is to bring life to Ashford. That is our aim. That is our mantra. That is why we exist. We are here to bring life 
to Ashford. So Nick and I, we've learned quite a lot over the last few years, and yet we find ourselves still on grade one piano, even though we've learned a lot. But also, even as Asher Vineyard, we don't look and say, wow, aren't we amazing? My goodness, no. We do really hold fairly firmly to that view that if it's gone wrong, it's probably us that mucked it up. And if it's gone right, it was probably God. It's not entirely true, but um, it could certainly feel like that at times. But we are just grateful, honestly, that we've had the chance to come and play. We've had the chance to meet the people that we have. But as Asher Vineyard, we honestly feel like we are just getting into the starting blocks. That's how it feels for us. Some people would look and say, but it's not true. No. But it feels like that for us, like this has all been preparation, 10 years of warm up and preparation for really getting out there and doing more and more of the stuff that we long to see. So vision. Well, vision is a preferred future. What do you see? In, in the Bible, it says in Proverbs, where there's no vision, the people perish. Effectively, they just wander around in circles. See, God invites us all into a a big vision, and his vision is changing the story for other people. So it's God's rule, his reign, his will. Every situation we walk into, for those of us that know him and have said yes to him, you walk into a situation and say, God, what do you want to happen here? You're a loving father. What's your plan for this situation? What's your plan for this purpose? And vision, the thing about it is we are here, we see there and and we move. See, I think some people get a little bit confused and they see rather than life as being movement and some kind of journey, a a move from here to there. I think some people see it as more like an all-inclusive where we just sit around by the pool and we only really move food or drink. But that's not ever how, how God planned for it to be. When you give your yes to him... He invites you on an adventure. He invites you on an adventure that means at no time are you where you were three months ago. I don't mean necessarily physically. You are allowed to live in the same house. But it's God inviting, saying, do you want to see more? I've got more. Just around this bend, there's more still to come. So vision in three, three key statements. This is the first one. This is what vision is, to see a preferred future. So it's looking ahead at something else and saying, okay, this is what I can see now, but I see this. Yeah, but that doesn't exist. That's the point. It doesn't exist yet. You look around and I, I, I see brokenness. I see this. I see that. But I see this. Walt Disney, he died before the Walt Disney World Resort of Florida was built. This could be one of those kind of urban mythy things, but apparently a reporter was said to have commented to his wife that it's such a shame that Walt didn't live to see the Walt Disney World in Florida. And she said, ah, but he did. And that's the point. He lived with that vision. He saw what he wanted. Okay, It's a theme park. It's a resort. You may see a preferred future of um, a Lamborghini and owning your own island. 
Maybe Canvey Island, or there are others around. I was more thinking somewhere like Maldivesy type thing. But the thing is, God-inspired dreams are always for the benefit of other people. Always, because God loves, and, and the love always gives. Love always gives out. See, God-inspired dreams, they usher in the kingdom. They don't usher in self-sufficiency and self-lavish, if there were such a thing. They usher in his kingdom, his rule, his reign, his way of doing things. So seeing a preferred future, what do you see? What can you see as you look ahead? Nick and I were watching, we stumbled upon really, a documentary on BBC Two. (laughs) How erudite do we sound? We stumbled upon this documentary. Um, It makes it sound like we watched loads of documentaries on BBC Two. Um, We honestly turned it on and it happened to be on and we became glued to it. It was brilliant. And anyway, it was about housing in Manchester, really was mainly what it was about. And there was this statement that um, is of the Greater Manchester Council. Look at this for a preferred future. Apologies, it's a bit wonky. I literally photographed my television. We want everyone in Greater Manchester to live in a home they can afford. There's a preferred future. That is brilliant in one statement. So, could this happen in Ashford? What about a preferred future that sees Ashford having zero suicides. Possible? What about Ashford having the lowest rates of depression in the UK? The highest proportion of world changers are born and raised in Ashford. And in years to come on BBC Two, we will be watching a documentary all about how there is a disproportionate number of people who have gone on to create incredible things that have changed the world, that have come from Ashford. What about cures found for all cancer? There's a great preferred future. Ashford being known as a place where all live knowing they are equally valued. Amazing. Crime rates lowest in Kent. Police station drops to one person once a week who basically deals with lost property? Possible? More money is given to charities by people in Ashford than anywhere else in the world. And the town becomes known as a place of generosity. Food poverty in Ashford completely eliminated. Human trafficking comes to an end. Healing and health utterly normal. This isn't pie in the sky. As it says in the Bible, with man this is impossible, with God nothing is impossible. These things aren't impossible. Alan Scott, pastor and author, um, who's based in Anaheim Vineyard in the States, he says, we have the wisdom for our city. We have the mind of Christ, we have his mission, we have his heart. We can ask for wisdom at any time. See, knowledge used to be the number one currency, but not anymore. Anything I need to know, I just ask Siri. Hey, Siri. And then I ask Siri. Oh, she's just done it. Hang on. Stop. Stop, Siri. There we are. So we long to see a town, a borough, a city where life is brought 
the Jesus kind of abundant, overflowing life, that kind of life that is spoken about in the Bible in John chapter 10, verse 10. What would Ashford look like if every person, that's roughly 120-ish thousand, depending on where you draw the line, were introduced to the Father who loves them, enjoys them, and believes in them? Now that's a preferred future. So a couple of other things, because we are fast running out of time. One is this. Don't give up. If you are rumbling along with vision, you've got something in here, you would love to see it happen. Don't give up. There are so many reasons that you would want to give up. For a start, creating change is really hard. The world is set up to keep going on the tracks that have been set. So creating any kind of change, you will immediately meet with resistance, but don't give up. Getting something going is the hardest of all. We all know that if you've ever pushed a sledge or pushed a broken down car. Sometimes the very best you can do is just keep turning up. Now, obviously, if after six months you're still just turning up, there's a bit more of an issue. But sometimes there are times you so long to throw the towel in and give up. You so long to say, I'm out. I'm out of vision. I've run out of vision. I haven't got a heart for this anymore. We can dress it up in so many different ways. And sometimes, yes, God is leading us on to something new. But sometimes the best that we can give, and it makes God's day, we just turn up. We keep turning up. I've got a whole list of things here of why you should give up. You'll get opposition. People won't like you. You'll long to be liked and you'll upset people instead. And the list goes on and on and on. But God will keep encouraging you. You know, you will know that you are called by him to make that difference, to see that preferred future happen. And therefore, you have the backing of heaven. So at the times you want to give up, it's absolutely fine to write your resignation letter. Leave it overnight, rip it up in the morning and say, God, I'm going again. And this is the last one. I'm not very good at this one, but I'm just telling it to you. Um, It's this one, number three. So we've had see a preferred future. We have had um, don't give up, just keep turning up. And this one. Lean back into stories and forward into vision. That is to say this. I am here. I want to be there. The gap between me and where I want to be is called frustration. Because you long to be there. You ache to be there. You know that it becomes so consuming that you feel you were born to see that thing happen over there. And that gap can really be called frustration. So this is advice we were given When it's feeling particularly frustrating, just lean back for a moment and remember the stories. Call to mind the things that God has done. Remember the people who have seen transformation happen in their life. Remember the changes that have happened. However, if you're feeling in any way just chilled and, (laughs) yeah, look what we've achieved. You need to lean forward into the frustration of not yet seeing the thing you long to see. It's a dream that's on the Father's heart and he will help you 
to get there. So, we're going to pray. Father, we love you. We thank you that you, like, birth vision in us. You drop these dreams into our hearts, and we want to nurture them and see them grow and flourish. Ultimately, God, I thank you that we get to work with you. We want to see your preferred future. And I thank you that we get to participate in that story, in that adventure. Help us not to give up. Help us to see a preferred future, to lift our eyes from where we are. And help us to remember to lean back into all that you have done and to lean forward into all that you are going to do. And while we've got eyes closed, just if anyone has not actually ever said yes to Jesus, you've never actually been introduced to the Father who adores you, delights in you and celebrates you, then honestly, today is the day. Now is the moment. All you have to do is just reach out to him and say, God, I want you. That's it. And then get in touch with us because we would love to help you and support you as you walk that out. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your presence with us. Thank you that your heart is for Ashford and the people of Ashford. Thank you, God. Amen. It's been great to spend time with you this morning. We are done here, and we're very much looking forward to seeing you next week. Don't forget, details will come out. Loads going on, Family Reunion Month. Lots of love from us. Thanks for listening to our podcast today, and we hope you enjoyed it. For more information, visit ashfordvineyard.org or maybe drop into something if you're nearby. In the meantime, have a great week and know just how loved you are.